RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Cecil Wong. The headlines. Wednesday books, Wednesday's book fair has been postponed indefinitely amid COVID concerns. An organizer of the pandemic's primary say the strong turnout suggests they'll meet their targets of winning half the seats in LegCo. And more than half the respondents of a new American Chamber of Commerce survey say they're considering leaving Hong Kong because of the new national security law. And we start with news just in. The Trade Development Council has just announced that the Hong Kong Book Fair that was due to start on Wednesday will be postponed indefinitely in light of a sharp surge in local COVID-19 infections. The council said even though it had planned various preventative measures, tracking cases would still be difficult and public health should be the priority. In a statement, the TDC says it understands the postponement of large-scale events would disappoint the industry, exhibitors and members of the public, and it will liaise with stakeholders on the way forward. An organizer of the Pandemocrats' Lechko primaries over the weekend say, says the high turnout suggests that the opposition is poised to achieve their goal of winning at least half of the seats in the Legislative Council election in September. Benny Tai described it as a miracle that more than 600,000 people voted in the primaries. He thinks the pro-democracy camp could be set to win even more than seats in their target of 35, saying 45 wins is not out of the question. That is a trend of what I call blue turn yellow. Um, blue, they're the pro-establishment uh, supporters. Now, they, they may also be very dissatisfied with the present situation, with the enactment of the new national security law. So how they can defend the core values of Hong Kong? Ironically, this time they have to vote for the yellow candidates or the candidates of the democratic camp. Professor Tai also dismissed speculation that some of the primary losers might go back on their word and ignore the results of the poll. He says he's confident they will all honor their promises and keep to the rules. He also says winners will get to choose a backup candidate just in case they are disqualified from the LegCo poll in September over their political stances. Any candidates who uh, win the primary, they have a right to assign a person who uh, runs, the, runs in the official election to inherit the rights uh, from this uh, coordination mechanism if he or she got disqualified. So at the end, we will still have so-called plan B and with those who can get through the uh, nomination and to represent the democratic camp. A commentator says the primary's turnout is a vote of defiance against the government, Beijing, and the new national security law. Journalist Chris Young says mainstream pan-democrats may not be happy with the results, which could see more fresh young localist candidates win. But he says the turnout shows pro-democracy voters support the voting strategy. To make use of every vote in support of them, uh, I think this is a strategy that I think now affected by perhaps the most democracy voters, as shown in the turnout. Otherwise, they won't come out. The fact that those voters came out show that they also want such a strategy. So I think that will make an impact on the candidates, on the political party, because this is the choice of people. Just over half the respondents to a new survey conducted by the American Chamber of Commerce say they are considering leaving Hong Kong due to concerns about the new national security law. Priscilla Ng has the details. MCHAM surveyed 183 members last week, representing around 15% of its total membership. Of the respondents, 41% say they're extremely concerned about the new law. Another 37% say they're somewhat concerned. 
asked what specific concerns they have, most respondents said they were worried about the ambiguity in the scope and enforcement of the law, its effect on the independence of the judiciary, as well as the potential loss of freedoms. Over 51% of respondents told M. Cham that the new law makes them feel less safe working and living in Hong Kong, and a similar percentage say they personally are considering leaving the city entirely in the future. The government says the Hong Kong Football Association has set out football for everyone as one of its goals in its new five-year plan. The association also wants to achieve international success in futsal. That's a hardcore game similar to five-side football. The Home Affairs Secretary Casper Choi told a LegCo panel meeting that funding will be provided up to 2023, with a midterm review at the end of 2022. Responding to concerns over the governance of the body raised in an audit report, Mr. Choi said officials would be tightening its monitoring and cut funding if the association does not perform well. Speaking through an interpreter, the sports commissioner, Young Tak Kung, also said the Football Association was preparing a youth premier league next year as a pilot program. I understand that for the first year they will allow the Premier League to do it, but in future other eligible teams can also join the Premier Youth League. And secondly, the criteria of the FA are met in terms of the qualification of coaches and so on. Then I think a youth football training institute could be set up. Turning to international news, Florida has registered a record 15,000. And 300 new coronavirus cases in a single day, accounting for almost a quarter of all U.S. daily infections, but with just seven percent of America's population. The figure easily surpasses the previous record held by California. The head of a nonprofit healthcare provider in the state, Terry Shaw, told CBS Television's Face the Nation program he thought the worst wasn't yet over. Based upon the testing, my guess is the peak is sometime in front of us in, the, in July. And that would assume that people、um, do what they need to do from both a distancing perspective and from a masking perspective to slow down the spread of the virus. A doctor in Texas says a man in his 30s who thought coronavirus was a hoax has died after attending a COVID-19 party hosted by an, an infected person. In a video broadcast, the chief medical officer at the Methodist Hospital in San Antonio said she'd heard of young people allegedly attending gatherings to see who would get infected first and who would survive. Jane Appleby said the victim regretted his bravado. Just before the patient died,、uh, they looked at their nurse and they said. I think I made a mistake. I thought this was a hoax, but it's not. This is just one example of a potentially avoidable death in a young member of our community, and I can't imagine the loss of the family. The South African president Cyril Ramaphosa has reintroduced a total ban on alcohol sales and imposed an overnight curfew. He said alcohol consumption has put severe pressure on the healthcare system at a time when coronavirus cases are surging. There is now clear evidence that the resumption of alcohol sales has resulted in substantial pressure being put on hospitals, including trauma and ICU units, due to motor vehicle accidents, violence, as well as related trauma that are alcohol induced. However, critics on social media say the authorities should have delayed the new measures to allow people to stock up. At least 21 people are reported to have been injured after an explosion and fire on board an amphibious warship moored at the San Diego Naval Base in Southern California. 17 sailors and four civilians were being treated for non-life-threatening injuries at local hospital.、Uh, Rear Admiral Philip Sobeck told reporters what happened. 
There was a report of uh, an internal explosion. What we cannot ascertain is exactly what that explosion was caused from. Initial reports is sort of a backdraft of overpressurization as the compartment started heating up. That caused the pressurization and that was sort of uh, what caused that explosion. Certainly under due caution, we evacuated, reset the perimeter, and then go back and fight the fire and make sure we're good to go. The head of the San Diego Fire Service said the vessel could burn for days. The first federal execution in the United States for more than 17 years is set to go ahead in Indiana following a ruling by an appeal court. The execution of convicted murderer Daniel Lewis Lee had been blocked on Friday after a legal challenge by a number of the victim's relatives, saying they feared attending in person could expose them to coronavirus. NJ Duda is projected to have won a narrow victory in the Polish presidential election, with the latest poll giving him a 2% lead over his rival. The socially conservative incumbent told supporters he expected the margin over the center-right mayor of Warsaw, Rafał Trzaskowski, to continue to widen. But the challenger has yet to concede. The result has probably never been so close in Polish history. We've never felt the power of our vote so much. Really, every vote can be decisive. This gives each of you an amazing power. And we can't waste this strength. We'll continue to fight for equality, for Poland to be open. The gunman who pleaded guilty to 51 counts of murder in last year's terrorist attacks on two mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand, has sacked his lawyers ahead of next month's sentencing. The hearing will last at least three days, and Brenton Tarrant will now represent himself. Here's the BBC's Phil Mercer. Brenton Tarrant pleaded guilty to 51 charges of murder, 40 of attempted murder and a terrorism offence. They were crimes that changed New Zealand and prompted far-reaching gun reform. Tarrant has said he'll now represent himself at his sentencing next month. Families of his victims fear he'll use the hearing to promote an anti-Islam hate agenda. A judge will appoint a standby lawyer in case the Christchurch gunman changes his mind about legal representation. To finance now and a quick look at the local stock market, the Hang Seng Index rose in the morning session as hope for a virus vaccine trumped concerns about a pickup in infections in the city. At the moment, the HSI is up 275 points at 26,003. In currencies, the US dollar is trading at 106.83 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 13 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 80 cents. Now to sports and here's Adam Chung. We start with football in England, where Wolverhampton Wanderers have boosted their hopes of playing in Europe next season with a 3-0 home win over Everton. Wolves are up to sixth in the Premier League table. Their Mexican striker Raul Jimenez opened scoring with a penalty just before halftime. I'm very happy for this win today. We are we knew that uh, we had a good opportunity today, so proud of the team. And it was difficult to matches. To lose, lose matches and now come here, come again to, to our home and bounce back like this. It's very important for our aspirations. Leicester's bid for Champions League football next season took another blow after a second half meltdown at Bournemouth. Leicester gave up an early lead, had a man sent off and lost 4-1. That leaves them fourth in the table, just one point above Manchester United, who have a game in hand. Boss Brendan Rodgers says that second half was the worst 45 minutes he's ever seen from his team. The second period, I've got to say, I didn't see that coming. You know, I've never seen that with a team, how we defend and how we uh, 
are mentally strong we are, but we were we were too soft. I haven't had very very many performances like that well done since I've been here in terms of that uh, and that mentality. So uh, yeah, it was it was very very disappointing second half. The wind boost Bournemouth's hopes of avoiding relegation. They're three points from safety with three games to play. Here's boss Eddie Howe. Can't praise the players enough. It was a pretty bleak situation at half-time. Uh, we'd been outplayed. Um, I don't really want to reflect too much on that. Uh, we came out second half with a, a different mentality, really, and I think um, played very well in that second period. A delight for the players. Aston Villa boosted their hopes of Premier League survival with a 2-0 win over Crystal Palace. Villa boss Dean Smith says he liked the way his players responded under pressure. I said to the players before, you know, with the results, how they went yesterday, but we knew our last four games, we, we have to go and win, win them. And, you know, you saw the intent from the, the start, we attacking lineup and players on the pitch who can score goals. Um, you know, we needed to, to win the game. I gave the analogy to the players today that this is the first leg of a semi-final. Um, you know, make sure you get through to the second leg of the semi-final and then we've got two finals if we can win that one. So, um, you know, the players went out and played really well today and I thought we were worthy winners. In the other Premier League game, Tottenham beat Arsenal 2-1. And finally, in auto racing, Lewis Hamilton cruised to a comfortable win at the Styrian Grand Prix, the second of back-to-back -back races to start the Formula One season in Austria. Valtteri Bottas, who won the season opener last week, came second to make it a 1-2 finish for Mercedes. Max Verstappen of Red Bull was third. And that's your look at sports. Thanks a lot. That was Adam Chung with all the sports from this morning. Uh, just a reminder of the headlines, the Hong Kong Book Fair has been postponed amid COVID concerns. Just a reminder that the Trade Development Council has announced that the fair was that was due to start on Wednesday will be postponed indefinitely in light of a sharp surge in local COVID-19 infections. The council says even though it had planned various preventative measures, tracking cases would still be difficult and public health should be the priority. The DDC said in a statement that it understands that the postponement would cause disappointment and it will liaise with the stakeholders on the way forward. In other news, the, an organizer of the pandemic's primaries say the strong turnout over the weekend suggests they will meet their target of winning half the seats in LegCo. And more than half the respondents of a new American Chamber of Commerce survey say they're considering leaving Hong Kong because of the new national security law. The news from RTHK. This time, thought you'd be the one, but you're one of those guys. Can only blame myself, I made it up in my mind. In my mind, when I call you, don't pick up. Was it all in my head? Shouldn't trust my gut, cause it was all.
Been fantasizing and crying, been romanticizing about all these boys who ain't never gonna like me. Was it all in my head? Was it all in my head? And I know you don't love me, I don't, but I don't really wanna move on. And welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, this Monday afternoon. Monday, the 13th of July, is today's date. First of all, many thanks to Phil for this morning's morning brew. I hope you all had a good weekend. Despite of the rising numbers of uh, COVID cases and the uncertainty that surrounds it, we're talking about how companies uh, can respond to employees' anxiety, which I'm sure um, is a feeling that many of us are sometimes experiencing. And we'll be discussing this with Alison Halexa, who's a psychotherapist and head of corporate psychology at OTMP's MindWorks. Alison will be joining us just after half past one. Uh, so in about uh, 12 minutes or so, we'll be talking about uh, how companies can better respond to employees' anxieties and how to talk about uh, mental health in the workplace. And uh, after two o'clock, we're talking about lower, pack, lower back pain lower back pain uh, with fitness coach Nathan Solia and we'll be talking about uh, restorative stretches and how to combat and exercises that we can do to combat uh, lower back pains uh, that'll be after the two o'clock news and finally we end today's program on a bit of trash talk and this week uh, on trash talk Marcy Trent Long talks to Lucia Loposova about the green hospitality conference that her team is hosting uh, soon and we we hope uh, to be joined by you also. Feel free to drop us an email. Our email address is 123show at rthk.hk. That's 123show at rthk.hk. You can also find